Welcome to the Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. I'm Pastor Melissa. And I'm just Kiefer. And today on the podcast, we continue in this conversation looking at life, faith, and COVID-19. As we have over the last couple of weeks, we have sought to to hear multiple perspectives on the impact of COVID-19 from across our community. And this morning, we are really excited to be joined by by the right Reverend Kenny Rigolo uh, from United Presbyterian Church. Kenny's going to give us a pastor's perspective because you don't have enough of that already Never. on the podcast this morning. And so Kenny is a great guy. He is the, the pastor in non-pandemic seasons who puts the rest of us to shame at, at the fitness place. Um, rocking and rolling. I saw him just yesterday after recording this on a Monday morning. I saw him as I was driving home from church already out on his bike Sunday afternoon, getting a good bike in. So um, he, he's probably the fittest pastor in town, but he's also one of the smartest Princeton educated, you know, we, we're in the, we're in the space of greatness here this morning. So, uh, be ready to have your minds blown and, and also just be ready to have a great conversation. Kenny, thanks for joining us today. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate the invite. Uh, uh, I am, uh, pastor Kenny, but, uh, most folks just call me Kenny. So, uh, I, I, I can relate to, to both you and Melissa as, as a pastor and to just Kiefer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller uh, to the <laughs> podcast, and uh, uh, just want to say how much I thoroughly enjoyed your quarantine episode. Nice. Oh. nice. That was now, now, who had the best team in the quarantine draft? Do you remember? Oh. You know... Everyone had something going for them. Uh, I, I was I was a big fan of, of several of the lists, uh, uh, so I, I don't know that I can declare a winner. Okay, okay. Well, since since we started there, Kenny, if if you had to pick a book series and or TV or movie series, what would be sort of your go to thing for for this time of spending more time at home? Sure. Um, so I will share that after that episode. I did uh, download on Audible uh, City of Thieves, which was your book that you were reading at the time. Nice. And I did watch uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy uh, with my oldest. So, uh, excuse me, that was on my draft. No, but I appreciate the series. That's true. Daniel hasn't watched it yet. I so that's. I've seen one of the three back when it came out in the movie theater, I had some friends talk me into going to see the 11 p.m. release thing, right? And it lasted way too long for an 11 p.m. release. It, it, I, I remember watching The Two Towers with my wife uh, when we were, when we were uh, dating, and um, I got in trouble because she kept asking questions, and I finally shushed her. <laughs> oh. I understand that. <laughs> That is on the thou shalt not list. Um, (laughs) uh, Although any dating relationship has its funny moments of, of unintentionally getting in trouble. Um, Most definitely. Yes. The, uh, well, and you recommended to me in response to the, the city of thieves book, um, an amazing book that I have listened to since then. Um, the book thief, it's another one of those really good, um, and the audible version is, is the narrator is fantastic. Um, yes. So if you're feeling a little anti-Nazi, um, (laughs) in this season, 
City of Thieves, The Book Thief, both are really good options. Um, kind of a deeper level of the, you know, what is a normal sort of paperback thriller kind of yeah. bad guy, good guy scenario. So Summer reading, yeah. Yeah, summer reading. So, well, Kitty, we really appreciate that. It's fun to, to hear what you've been reading and what you've been uh, watching. But I'd be curious, you know, in in your family and in your world right now, what kind of impact this pandemic has had, both um, kind of big picture wise, but even maybe some of the sort of small particular ways that it has impacted your life right now? Sure. So um, I, I, I had a church member uh, stop by and, and visit on my front porch at one point, and, and he made the observation that uh, all of us are experiencing at the very minimal, an inconvenience from, from this pandemic. Uh, but, but keeping that in mind, there are many who are in the midst of a crisis because of this pandemic, whether it's a health crisis, a financial crisis, um, uh, a home crisis. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of people who are hurting right now. And, and I would have to say that um, my family has been inconvenienced by, by the pandemic, and there are certainly a lot of things that we are we, we've missed out on and that we are missing, uh, but um, we're we're thankful for our health and and stability and and have tried to see the silver linings and enjoy the uh, extended period of time we have with with our loved ones at home. So, um, uh, all that being said, uh, I, I've I've enjoyed um, getting to. Uh, learn how to zoom and, and, uh, uh, becoming a little more adept at, at Facebook and other forms of social media. Uh, I'm, I'm not a big social media guy. And so learning how to do Facebook live and, and connect with folks online has been, has been, uh, a growing edge for me. I've been able to zoom with family that I haven't seen since my wedding. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. and, and talk to, pastor friends and friends from seminary and play games uh, on, on Zoom with, with family friends. And, and so that's, that's been a lot of fun. I am missing uh, those personal interactions, uh, at, you know, at, at church especially. Uh, I, I miss congregational singing and passing the peace and uh, hugs and handshakes. Uh, there will be a time. Uh, when, when it'll be safe to resume uh, a, a lot of those, those things that we're missing so much, but uh, uh, we've had to make adjustments at, at church and at home and, and in our communities. And, and we're trying to do our part to share the love of Christ by keeping people safe. So I have to know on your, uh, your game times with friends, what kind of go-to games do you have? So we have had two that have been fun family games that we've played with friends and family, and that is Double Ditto, which is a game in which uh, you get a category like Italian dishes, and if we, we would all write down two Italian dishes, mm -hmm. and if you know uh, we all wrote down spaghetti and uh, lasagna, and and Kiefer put down spaghetti and nachos, right? Um, uh, we would get uh, three points for, for if we get both lines dittoed, uh -huh. and Kiefer would get one point for getting one line dittoed. 
Kiefer, and, we've got to work on your Italian choices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I feel like I've seen it like Olive Garden in places, Italian nachos, which is just a complete co-opting of, of culture in a weird way. It's like fried thin pasta chunks that with sauce and cheese and stuff. And it may not have been Olive Garden, it may have been some, some other uh, of the nameless blob of Italian places, but I have seen Italian nachos on a, huh. on a deal. Yeah. And the second game has been Code Names, which is a, a great table game uh, that uh, uh, you got to take a picture of the cards and all that kind of stuff. So it's a l- little bit more logistically uh, uh, challenging, but, it, but it's been a lot of fun. And then our youth group has played Scavenger Hunts and uh, Mafia and All in the Family and, and a variety of games that uh, Love it. Uh, we, we play in person and, and have learned to play online. Love it. Now that, you know, I've asked you this very deep question, uh, let me ask you this question. So, so what are some of those things that's also changed in your leadership style during this season as a faith leader, as a community leader? Sure. Um, you know, having conversations, whether it's uh, on the phone, um, online, uh, through email, uh, visiting with folks, about why it is where we're choosing to uh, worship online as opposed to in person, why we're encouraging online worship rather than in person, um, has been, has been um, uh, helpful for, for me to think things through theologically and, and uh, pastorally, as well as hear other perspectives and, and recognize that uh, there are other faithful people who are arriving at different conclusions, and that's okay. Uh, to give space for that and to recognize that uh, faithful people can can be led by the spirit uh, to to different conclusions and and to be gracious towards those who who may not uh, agree with with uh, uh, your decision i've talked to a few folks who um, uh, have have been um, confronted in uh, public uh, uh, one lady shared that uh, she was um, uh, kind of ridiculed for not social distancing enough. And, and then another lady told me that uh, she, she was ridiculed for wearing a mask in the grocery store. And so th- this idea that uh, we uh, need to convince everyone to see, see things the way we do and, and follow our lead is, is uh, not very gracious. And, mm. and so trying to give space for people to feel uh, where God is leading them and, and to recognize that God may lead others in, in other directions. So that's been good. Um, one of the challenges has been uh, preaching to, to a, a, an almost empty sanctuary. Um, uh, it, it, it's uh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, Looking so. into a camera lens versus into like a beautiful, like gathering of people two very different experiences. Most definitely, most definitely. Uh, so inspired by your quarantine episode uh, with the draft, uh, talking about humor and, uh, and, and trying not to take ourselves too seriously, uh, the Sunday after Easter, we had a Holy Humor Sunday. Are you all familiar with this tradition? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so the Sunday after uh, Easter is, is Considered that everybody uh, made a special effort to come to church on Easter, and so so you have uh, low attendance. But uh, uh, to to lift up spirits, uh, 
there's been a tradition uh, that is being reclaimed by many to uh, make the Sunday, the second Sunday of Easter, Holy Humor Sunday, when we recognize that uh, the resurrection is the greatest gotcha moment, the greatest rope-a-dope hmm. in, in, in all of human history. Uh, for you Tolkien fans, you know, it's the eucatastrophe, the um, uh, that when things look uh, the, the darkest, look, look like there's no hope, that, that's when uh, the dawn comes and, and, and the light uh, shines forth. And so, so we had a Holy Humor Sunday in which my youngest son, uh, who's 10, uh, helped me uh, uh, with some uh, dad jokes and puns, and, and we tried to uh, uh, not take ourselves too seriously. And, and uh, doing that to an empty sanctuary, uh, was, mm. uh, not, not knowing whether people were laughing uh, with us or at us or, or not at all. Right. was interesting. So I, I did, uh, our media team is fantastic. And, and I did convince them to uh, find a laugh track for all of Grayson's jokes. And so he got all the laughs and, and I got all the groans. So, <laughs> nice. nice. So we're, we're learning and adapting and, and trying not to take ourselves too seriously uh, in, in the Rigolo household and down at United Presbyterian Church. Love it. That is fantastic. And, you know, I think this, you, you named uh, earlier, one of the real challenges of our day. I felt like for the first six weeks of pandemic, there was a, a unifying against sort of a common or in a common struggle, right? That was happening. Um, but as things have drug out and as, you know, I, I think things are actually getting more complex as it, it's, it goes longer, right? Um, there's, you know, some frustration, but some real simplicity in everybody go home and stay home, period. Right. Um, where we're in this season now where everybody's having to make individual choices and churches are having to make individual choices and businesses. You know, I know many restaurants are wrestling with, you know, do are we equipped well to um, have people gather in our dining rooms or do we continue in a uh, takeout only kind of endeavor? And, and they're coming to different opinions and, and decisions on that front. Right. Right. Um, as you're describing people getting ridiculed both for failing to social distance properly and for, you know, wearing their mask in public. Uh, I'm reminded the stakes are very different, but of like first Corinthians eight, right? The idol meat controversy where, where Paul makes clear, Hey, you're going to have a real temptation to puff your chest out and know that, Hey, I am right on this. However you define right. But being right is not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in the midst of this, it's, you know, acting forward with grace and love um, of neighbor and God and kind of from the, the very beginning here. Um, and that's a real challenge right now. I mean, it's been a, a challenge culturally for years now, right? When uh, I don't know when the switch flipped, um, but, you know, C-SPAN started in the 80s and we began to cover politics like sports. And, you know, it sort of has bled into the broader culture of this deep desire to win at all costs, right? Your people, however you define them, have to win. Um, whether you're mask people or a no mask people, whether, you know, whatever. Um, and, and that, that is a real struggle and a place of, of, of kind of heartbreak, uh, for me right now. Um, as, as a, not just a community leader, but a faith leader right now, 
Um, you, I think you got to this a little bit earlier, but you know, if you were to ask your people, how is it with your soul right now? What do you think the sort of the general state of people's uh, souls and lives are in this moment? Uh, I, I think um, it's varied as well. You know, we've, we've got a lot of folks who are lonely, uh, who, who look forward to those phone calls, who miss those hugs and handshakes and, and, and getting out and seeing people and, and then we've got others who, who um, you know, are doing a deep dive into scripture and, and prayer. Uh, I know y'all just finished your, your uh, podcast on prayer and, and, and its varied forms. And, and I think people are discovering new spiritual uh, It's gathering around the, t- the dinner table with their family and, and enjoying that time uh, or um, uh, reconnecting with with others, uh, you know, online, uh, on the phone, uh, through the mail. Um, this is definitely, you know, a wilderness experience, right? We're, we're not where we were and we're, we're not where we're going. Uh, and we don't yet know what that will look like. Uh, and I, I think those wilderness times are, are often, um, times of growth, but, uh, it can be painful and, and, uh, it can be scary. Mm. And, and so uh, I think our, our, our soul is, uh, for many of us is in flux, you know, it's, it's mm. changing, it's, it's transforming and which can be exciting as well as, uh, uh very anxiety inducing. Um, mm. yeah. and, and so, um, hope, hoping for, uh, uh that time down the road when we look back and go, wow, I can see, I can see God in that moment, you know, mm. I can see God uh, there. And, and I, I wouldn't have done this without that. Um, and, and so uh, this last Sunday I was preaching on Pentecost and, and looking at the book of Acts kind of uh, as a whole and, and recognizing that uh, there were multiple voices from the very beginning you know, mm. that uh, Luke tells us that there were people from every nation uh, living in Jerusalem at the time, and they all heard the gospel in, in their own language. And, and Jesus had told them to go to Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, but um, they, they, they stayed kind of in Jerusalem until Stephen was martyred and the persecution began. Mm. And then all but the apostles fled. And as they scattered, they shared the word wherever they went. Mm. And so um, did God cause the persecution and the scattering? No. But did God use it to spread the gospel farther and faster than it might have? I think so. And, yeah. and so, so can we look back uh, uh, even at the beginning of this time and see, see some growth and, and some change and, and ways of connecting and sharing the love of, of Jesus Christ with, with others that might not be comfortable coming into our sanctuaries, but, but might click on, on a link on Facebook to hear what we have to say. So. Where have you experienced God in these unexpected ways? You know, the, you know, we, we, we will have even more perspective two years from now or five years from now, right. To, to clear, see even more clearly, but, um, you know, even if it's just from the last couple of weeks or even the beginning of this thing, where, 
where are some of those just moments where you're like, huh, okay. Unexpected <laughs> places where, where right. you know, God brings clarity or shows up. Mm. Let's see. Um, I, I have certainly experienced God in, in quiet times. Uh, and, uh, I've, I've discovered, uh, podcasts, yours included, um, and, uh, the pray as you go app, which is, uh, a Jesuit, uh, uh, app that, that invites people to, uh, pray and contemplate, uh, and not, not kind of a thought of, for the day, but rather, uh, music and scripture and prayer and quiet to reflect and, and meditate. And, mm. and so uh, walking the dog uh, and, and, and uh, contemplating creation, you know, at, at dawn and at dusk has been, been a, a place of peace and quiet and connection for me and really get, getting to know my neighbors and uh, uh, you know, standing in the front yard uh, seeing seeing God at play and in the, in the, the, the children riding their bikes and, and playing uh, and seeing uh, God at work and in, in the uh, generosity of, of our congregation and our community and, and others who are trying to feed the hungry and clothe the naked and visit sick and imprisoned as best we can, you know, even if it's right. not in person. And been at uh, how generous folks have been and mm. willing to share resources and and time and connect with others in, in a variety of, of forms. It is a powerful gift, and it's always important to see just how God shows up in those unexpected ways and times. And and often we long for God to show up in some big supernatural kind of way. But more often than not, it is in the small acts of good and faithful people, right? Where we are little Christs, you know, most Christians. Christians. Yeah. So um, as as we wrap up this portion of the pod, Melissa's got a, a, a question uh, for you that we've kind of been asking everybody that I think is a really uh, just a fun question. Yeah. So it's simply this. When is a time and since the beginning of this quarantine that you laughed really hard? Hmm. When have I laughed really hard? Hmm. That's a that's an excellent question. I know I've been laughing quite a bit. I uh, I guess the hardest I laughed was when playing at double ditto. Uh, on, on a family Zoom uh, game time. And uh, um, we, we had to write down uh, a couple of things that uh, uh, we thought teenagers talk about all the time. <laughs> so I, I wrote down my two answers. And, and then the next question was, uh, what, what do parents fear? <laughs> And I wrote down the same two answers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, so, I, yeah, that, that was probably when I laughed the hardest the last last few weeks. Wow. 
that is that wonderful. Is good answer. Yes. A good one. <laughs> the uh, there are there is that deep connection of of fear and and and, and it would be interesting to to really have a know of what is the thing that teenagers actually spend a lot of time talking about. Right. Um, TikTok. You know. TikTok. <laughs> okay. You know. Now, what is TikTok again? I've done a TikTok dance, but I have not been on TikTok. Um, talk about making you laugh. I haven't gotten that far on my social media. <laughs> well, it's okay. Attempting to do the goofy dance that we did was uh, troubling. Um, and we learned that shoes were important. Our choir uh-huh. director of all the people uh, was the one who got us into doing TikTok challenges around the church. <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. I can see Wesley doing that. I think he uh-huh. it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he's the smoothest at it. He's like, yeah, I got this. We'll make everybody else do it. And yeah. Um, what was really kind of funny was receiving the, the very, um, we, we have a couple of people who will not be named uh, on staff who, who sent their videos in with great kind of bluster, right? We got this on the first take, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, and then when you watch the video, they're going at half speed. Um, and he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, get it up there. Get up yeah. there. At least, you know, make it go double time in your phone to make it look like you're going. The, but, yeah, that's okay. He freaking um, edit it, right? He, he can. Uh, he can. Yeah. Good. I could. <laughs> he, he can. Oh. Uh, We want to thank you for joining us today on the Gather, Grow, Go podcast. I'm Pastor Daniel. And I'm Just Keeper. And if you are enjoying this series that we are in with interviews and um, conversations about COVID and life and faith and all of the things happening in our world, um, then do us a favor and go ahead and comment on this uh, or review it. Uh, I'm here. Listen to share on your social medias, to your family members, to your friends who might be interested in um, hearing these stories and, and joining this conversation. We want uh, to bring as many people into this conversation as we can. You can help us do that. And, and now that we've gathered today, I want to give us an invitation to grow. In this season of life, faith, and pandemic, may we always be open to seeing and understanding the world from somebody else's perspective. If we're deeply perturbed by the need to stay six feet apart, Let's try to understand somebody else's perspective. If you're wearing your mask and getting grief for it, know that the people who disagree with you aren't evil. Try to understand where they're coming from and be willing to share yours as well. So that in the midst of this trying season, we might embody the call of Christ to know and love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And now, let us go with the benediction, a blessing that is meant to be lived out as you go this week. If you are in a space where you are over it all, Jesus blesses you. 
if you are in a space where you cannot understand the other side, Jesus blesses you. If you are in a space where you are able to hold extra grace in a difficult, complex season, Jesus blesses you. May you go in peace. Amen. Amen. Amen.